Hi, I'm talking to Susan Kerr, uh, Vancouver Island photographer, and we're going to be talking about two of her big loves, uh, horses and music. Hi, Susan. Hi. When we first met not that long ago, we discovered we had a shared past uh, but didn't know each other. Uh, We both worked for the same person and had one or two friends in common. Your love of horses makes sense because you're from Alberta. How did you come to love rock music and music generally? Well, when I was really small, my mom and dad had a record collection, even when I was six and seven, and I used to play these 78s. And then they started playing at parties. There weren't computers at home those days. There was musical instruments. So my dad would play the guitar, my mom would play the accordion. People would get together. That was an early influence in music. Rock and roll, of course, that sort of developed as time went along, as I listened to the radio and all of that. I found living in Edmonton at that time, I felt very lucky. I thought the music was terrific. If you gave it a chance, it sort of took you in. There was lots of great live music, lots of great radio. Did you find that similar? Oh, yeah, the radio was great. And I used to go down to a place called The Forum, which didn't serve alcohol, and it had all of these great bands, so you didn't have to be 21 to get in. They were fantastic. Graham and the Wafers, Barry Allen and the Rebels, and all of those great, great Edmonton bands. Really incredible. So it's a fairly similar experience. I want to explore with you how you came to create these two great uh, passions of yours, music and horses, uh, how you managed to uh, bring them together in your uh, photography. Is there a connection or are they just two different things? They were two different things. They've never really merged. They've always been two separate things because I was always interested in horses, art, and music, and the computer kept taking over everything that I was doing, and one day I walked past a store that had a computer with a camera hooked up, and I went, okay, I'm doing it. (laughs) So I started to photograph horses because I was involved with them then, but always, always loving music and listening to it all the time. Then... I moved to Victoria, and of course it was a wonderful music scene here, and I got involved with the Victoria Blues Society and photographed there, and then I got introduced to Doug Cox, and he invited me to photograph at the Vancouver Island Music Fest, and I've been doing that since 2012, and it just grew. Both careers absolutely grew. Okay, but not consciously, they just sort of grew together. I I think that's wonderful. After you had a friendship with uh, Richie Blackmore of Deep Purple and you toured with the band, you settled in Los Angeles and got what I would consider to be a dream job for any teen in the uh, 60s, early 70s, and that was you were working for Teen Screen Magazine. Were you a photographer there? No, and I wish I had have been. I just had a little camera, and I have all sorts of wonderful photographs from a crummy little camera. It was a glamorous job. It was really something else. I used to get free tickets to go to the Whiskey A Go-Go and the Troubadour and, and tickets to go to world premieres to movies, saw the world premiere to Woodstock, saw lots of great actors. Even Ringo Starr went to that one. And I got to do interviews with musicians, and the ones who really stand out are Rod Stewart and John Denver. John Denver, because we got set up to have breakfast together, I had French toast with Jewish egg bread, and it's the best French toast I've ever had. Oh, there you go. (laughs) So that's why I remember that one particularly. Rod Stewart was really fun. 
he was the uh, Rod Stewart of kind of Maggie May and those uh, kind of rootsy rock things. Then. Well, he was with Jeff Beck when I met him. Oh, he great. Was just yeah. leaving, he was just leaving Jeff Beck and was about to start a band called The Small Faces. And he had just bought a new Martin D24 and was all excited about it. So I was on the way out to the airport with him while he was going back to England to do that. Mm. Right there. Now, did you uh, have any connection to the Laurel Canyon music scene, that kind of cowboy rock that grew out of there with Joni Mitchell? And No, I didn't. No, I really was just too busy. Were you aware that you had the dream job? Um, yes. I remember saying to myself, boy, this is very glamorous. Mm-hmm. And it was. It was. Did you say to your friends, this is very glamorous? I'd be telling everybody. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, following that, you returned to Canada and worked for the Pacific Biological Station, is that right? Yeah, that's right. And attended art school in Nanaimo. Yes, I did. I became a scientific illustrator. Right. started drawing fish and plants and and then got a job in the South Pacific Island of New Caledonia, Mm -hmm. where they spoke only French, which was Uh really great because I got to learn it and joined up with the French Riding Academy. Ah, that's the connection. Okay, good. And from there, I lived in France for almost a year. Then I went back to, uh, oh, yeah, and I had some great experiences in France with horsey people, of course. And I started taking pictures at horse shows. Yes, that was the beginning. And I used to do film work and had a dark room and just kept on doing it and doing it and doing it and riding horses and got invited to ride at the National school in Saumur, the French National Riding School, and that was quite an honor. Was your love of music fading or being sort of taken over by horses, or did they still remain both strong at the same time? They were always both strong. Mm-hmm. You know, when I wasn't doing horses, I was listening to music. I just uh, loved music. I wanted to be music. This is like another dream come true job you've managed to have. I know a lot of people would be crazy about going to a French riding academy. That was lessons, and I learned quite a bit. I took those lessons with me everywhere. I ended up training horses in Canada. And do you still do that? No, nope. oh. I just photograph now. I think my bones are too brittle to be galloping around on horses now. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> at what stage did you start to think about photography as a way of uh, making a living, of, of building a considerable reputation for yourself? When I walked past the store with a computer hooked up to a camera. It was immediate. Yeah, it was. Absolutely immediate. I went, aha, this is what I'm doing. Photographing horses came before photographing musicians? Yes. Yes. It did. Yeah. (laughs) It's when I moved to Victoria that I got involved with musicians. It was actually thanks to Rob Edwards. He, he, He introduced me to lots of people, and it got me involved while I was in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And it just went on from there. You've kept those Edmonton connections, I noticed. Doug Cox, Rob Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's wonderful. I met uh, Rob when I first moved here as well. And it, when I was in Edmonton, he was uh, a guitar player in a very, very uh, prominent band called Troika. Yes. <laughs> and, and he lives here now and uh, keeps those Edmonton connections strong. Yes, he does. I don't know if listeners right now have seen your work. If they would like to go online and look while we're talking, they should go to Susan Kerr, K-E-R-R, it's all one word, com, and they can have a look at the kinds of things we're talking about. 
there's a music section and a horse section and yeah. a miscellaneous section. Yeah, I like the miscellaneous section. There's some great stuff in there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love the little boy playing the drums. I really do think that's a great picture. You know, that little boy is the grandson of Alan Mick. Oh, is that right? He used to have the annual L.A. barbecue, right. and I went down and took photographs there. Those were really fun, unfortunately. He's not with us anymore. He used to play for Skylark. Wildflower. Wildflower, that's right. Uh, well, you yeah. know your stuff. Did you know that a fireman wrote that song? A Victoria fireman? Well, you know what? I don't know. Maybe, because B.J. Cook and David Foster, they were, they were in that band, so probably yeah. was Victoria. That was quite the band, for sure. I want to get back to your photography. I, I don't get this because I have no talent, but... How do you capture the sense of dynamism and movement um, rather than just stilted pictures? Your photographs of horses, uh, you know, have that sense of movement and action, whereas, you know, paintings of horses, they're, they're sort of standing there and they look stilted and two-dimensional. Yours don't. Is it just a gift? Yes, you could say so, but it's just knowing horses inside and out. I know them their minds. I can tell what they're like when I see them, and I can capture that. And I, I always wait for the right moment. Yeah. And I really like it. I always get to know them before I photograph them. Same with musicians, too. So then we have a rapport when I'm doing that. It just works. It's funny you'd say that, because I was uh, another one of my favorite photographs is one that I have that I don't think it's any in a collection of yours, but it's a picture you took of Holger Peterson not that long ago, when we both know Holger. It's a great picture because it's, you know, it's got the lines and all the uh, years of wear and tear and hard work and dedication. But it also has that mischievous smile, that kind, welcoming smile that Holger's always had ever since he was young. Two things you capture at the same time. I think that's great. Thank you. And the sparkly eyes. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, no, I love to do that. I love it. I look at that picture all the time. Thank you. Do you have a favorite type of music? No, I don't. I have a very eclectic taste. But, you know, there's some at the top. And it changes. You know, I went from rock and roll listening to Led Zeppelin and then did a switch right away to jazz fusion. I was listening to Mahavishnu with John McLaughlin and all those, and Jean-Luc Ponty, Billy Cobham, all those guys. And at the same time with my hands still in the pop rock and roll like Steely Dan and the Eagles, etc. It's a range. It grows. It, does anything ever fall off? Hmm, that's a good question. Some things fall off just slightly. I take a bigger interest in, in some things like the blues. I really like the blues, but now I particularly like swamp blues. Swamp blues. Yeah, it has just a beautiful rhythm, and sometimes it's almost like a Latin American rhythm. Yeah, I really, really like that. Uh, and guitar players, of course. And guitar players. That's great. Who was the first musician you ever photographed professionally? Oh, my, I don't remember. Yeah. There's been hundreds. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite? I have a few. Mm -hmm. Only because I got to meet them and I had a rapport with them. They'd be on stage and I'd go to photograph them and they would look at me and smile or wave. So, you know, like... I did some of Albert Lee and James Burton. He right. even sang Susie Q, which was really fun. So there's just a certain rapport that you get with some musicians that makes it great. And Katie Lang, she was wonderful. To oh, photograph. great. 
and uh, and Will, Will McFarland from Muscle Shoals All Stars. Right. It's just there's something about their music that I try to capture. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm taking pictures of music, mm-hmm. not just the person. I certainly got that sense with the Robin Ford uh, photographs from uh, Vancouver Island Music Festival. That was wonderful. He was so good. Yeah, that's a great series of pictures. But my favorite picture in all of your photographs on the website, this was interesting because I had to talk with a friend about it, is of the two microphone stands, and it's dark and there's like light from somewhere just uh, on the edge of the stands and there's nobody on stage and there's a darkening sky. And those stands are just sitting there by themselves. And uh, I said to him, oh, this is so great because it just looks like anticipation of a great show. And he said, you know, I see it completely different. It's kind of kind of a sadness. It looks like the end of a great show. It's, <laughs> it's interesting that your picture, your work can have such a different uh, kind of feeling for two different people. Yeah, that's really interesting. You know it which is. picture I mean? I do know which yeah. picture you mean. Yeah. And, and I... There was a lot of emotion that went into that picture for some reason. It just struck me. I went, wow. It's like taking a photograph of a musician from the back. There's Mm -hmm. just so much sound and music in it Mm -hmm. without there being anything. I also know that you sneak off to a ranch somewhere to be close to horses every once in a while. Are you still doing that? Since COVID, I haven't been able to. But my favorite client who lives in southeast Washington Yes, yeah. and we, we've been doing that for 15 or 16 years yeah. once a year. It's really good fun. Mm-hmm. you looking to get back there? Trying right now to figure it out. COVID's I'm taken not. away some great joys from people, right? It certainly has. Yeah. <laughs> it's taught some good lessons, but yeah, the joys, especially this photo shoot, it, this is just so disappointing for me because yeah. I'd spend 10 days, two weeks there. And, you know, just get immersed with the horses and take yeah. all these wonderful photos. It's fun. When people go to your website, they'll see that. So my goal in this conversation with you really has been uh, to show people that hard work and passion uh, can create a kind of a delightful tale of life and excitement uh, and uh, great success. So do you feel that in your life? I do, and I have so many stories and so many experiences that's made my life so colorful. I've been asked to write a book. Oh, fact, yeah. A journalist, a journalist even said, if you, whenever you get ready to write a book about yourself, call me up, <laughs> so I might have to do that. Oh, no, yeah. It has been just a wonderful ride, yeah. no pun intended. Just with horses, I've met all these incredible people and have incredible experiences all around the world. And same with the photography, same thing. It's taken my feet so many places and met so many wonderful people. And you end up here. Yeah. I, I, think, it's, I think it's great. Uh, I, I just can never figure out what took me so long to get here. It's paradise. It, it really is. I think the first time I met you here was at Herman's one night when um, oh, Elmore's Bar and Grill was playing. That's right. And it's uh, kind of sad to lose John. He was a great friend. I thought it was interesting. I think there was you and I and about three other people that night. It's, uh, I used to think, oh, God, these, the people who live in this city should live from somewhere like Red Deer where you don't get to see great music every night. Um, <laughs> do you take advantage of all that uh, Victoria has to offer in music? 
Oh, I certainly do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I always tag camera along. Yes. Um, people can, if they're at a, especially a blue show, I guess, um, they can always spot you. You've got the camera and you're wandering around. I got a bunch of questions for you, and you, there's no, okay. there's, there's, there's no wrong answers. Okay. I, I think that's great. Somebody should have told me that in school. Very simple. <laughs> you can develop this as much as you want. Beatles or Stones? Oh, the Beatles. Definitely the Beatles. Okay. And why? Boy, that's a hard question. Yeah. It's, they're just so heartfelt. And, and their lyrics mean, mean so much. You know, you started out and you're really strongly uh, into the blues. You know, I, I, if I would have been a Benton man, I might have gone for the Stones. No, no, I've always preferred the Beatles. I uh, just think they're, they're a phenomenon that will never happen again. Absolutely. You're so right. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Beatle? Well, John Lennon was my favorite Beatle. Yeah. I guess he still is. And, yeah. you know, I, I felt like I kind of grew up with them. What yeah. was happening to them was happening to me at the same time. And so all of their lyrics fit what was going on in my life, too. Mm-hmm. They're pretty strong background for me. Understand that completely. Whiskey or wine? Ha ha ha. <laughs> That's like musicians or horses. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, it, you know, it depends where I am mm-hmm. and what the situation is. I love a really good scotch. Nice, strong, single malt, peaty scotch. And I also love really good red wine. So it depends on the situation. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. That makes, that makes all the sense in the world. It could be music, it could be photography, um, analog or digital? Music, analog, photography, digital. Oh, okay. To me, it's richer when it's analog, when you're listening to music. Mm. And digital, of course, because I did film and I was stuck in a dark room for hours and hours with horrible chemicals. The digital world is just amazing for me because I can just sit at my desktop and do things without having to hide away. That makes sense as well. So most of the stuff that's on your website, is it uh, digital? Yes, yeah. all of it's digital. Oh, it's all of, it, all of it's digital? I really do hope when this, is, uh, this craziness is all over, uh, we can meet up and have a, a, a glass of a peaty single malt or a very, very wonderful red wine. That would be awesome. That would be good. And um, I'm going to give you one more chance. You, anything you want to say to people? Anything you want people to know about you, about Victoria, about music, horses? Oh, that's that's a really that's a really loaded question because there is so much. You know, they always say, "Follow your heart." And Follow your heart. Yeah. One day, I did, and it's been amazing. Yeah, it it really is um, uh, quite the story, and I really do think you should write a book. Okay, I will. <laughs> I'll, I'll write the um, really nice things on the cover. I've Would always wanted to pic- do that. Would you take the picture? Would I take the picture? God, no, you don't want that. <laughs> Somebody has to. I know, but get somebody who's got some talent. It's been delightful, Susan Kerr. Thank you. It's been delightful for me, too. And I appreciate this interview very much. It's fun. It's been a ball. Talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye.